0: Of Black Boy Joy Podcast. As ever, you have me here, Kieran in Newcastle. And me, Ainsley, in London. Welcome. <laughs> well, not to you, but just
1: like you no know, to anyone listening.
0: Uh, how's it going, Ainsley?
1: I'm doing all right. I'm doing well, thank you. Um, we've just come off the back of Halloween weekend. Mm-hmm. We've had lots of fun and festivities. I hosted uh, kind of like a housewarming slash Halloween party it mm. was the first party I've hosted since way before pandemic way, yeah, way before the pandemic mm. um, I dressed up in costume most people they were in some form of costume which was good yeah um, I went as Lieutenant Georgie Ford from Star Trek The Next Generation yeah I
0: quite liked the costume I, th- I missed it like I said to you before um usually pop up quite at the top of my feeds when you post on instagram i'd look to your story over the weekend i didn't see anything and then you said to me no you did post so i saw it um when i saw the costume i kept thinking i don't know who that is but i'm gonna assume it's someone from star trek and then i was like yeah and then i googled and i was like yeah someone from star trek but i didn't even know you were in star trek like that um but yeah i we had a small party here as well in Newcastle. it was annoying because i i have yet because we live really central and i've we we'll always want like a massive, massive like flat party. But every time we do it, we invite lots of people, and then something comes up, and several people drop out, and then it's always like a moderate numbers. We had like about like, ten of us on, on Saturday, which is okay, but you know, I'd quite like fifteen to twenty for like a proper party. I yeah. just I um, dressed up as a basic red devil with a slight dominatrix um, inspiration.
1: Hence the, oh, what, the... so you went for the you went, for the, the, you went down the Slotty route. You can say that, perhaps, yes.
0: <laughs> nah, I had, like, a um, studded dog collar, which I, I used to have one, like, years ago for previous Halloweens, but I lost it or maybe threw it away. Um, I did also want to wear, I was wearing all black, like, face-painted red, like, um, black, black, I know, like some red double horns. I really wanted, like, a PVC top. However, I was looking around, they're all, like, £25. Pounds plus, I'm thinking, for something I'm only going to wear once, that's just too much money, I think. I'll like, just be spending... Um, on that but uh, maybe one day I still I don't think I. it was all very last minute rushed to costume buying so I've yet to have a Halloween but I feel like I've absolutely smashed it but there's always next year hopefully
1: yes. I'm not going to lie to you I felt like I smashed it this year everyone was complimenting me I did like mm. a prize for the best dressed and to be yeah. honest with you I've could given it to myself because I thought I thought that my costume was the best out of everybody <laughs> <laughs> so wait so who did win it? Um, just us. So they were just dressed as a clown. It was um one of um was like my boyfriend's best friend, Holly something. Like I'll say their name because they're uh, they're like a drag queen from London. Um, Holly <laughs> something one. They were just dressed as a um as a clown, but like they'd actually like g- gone into some effort. It was between yeah. her, and between two of us who'd gone as the weather girls. Oh
0: fucking! It's raining men.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really good but like one of them was already one of the two of them was already in a costume and i preferred their costume before the change because like it was like really dark and quite conceptual and like, i quite liked that mm-hmm. but, um what did we have yeah. at ours i mean i wasn't that impressed with the um the
0: costume effort um, at our party a few people i don't i felt bad you know, there, there were three people i invited the day before and i hadn't been exposed in like literally a few years and I said to them we're having a Halloween party, but I didn't expressly say that it's you know it's fancy dress. Yeah. I thought it just went without saying. And yeah. they turned off they were like, why is everyone in fancy dress? And I was like, oh yeah. by the way, like <laughs> but at the same time, if it's a Halloween costume, like you know, you would just ask that, wouldn't you? I think I was yeah. running around headless chicken on Friday. So what did we have? We had one girl came as a what'd you say, like a Piero clown, it's a kind of French jester-y thing, like in black and white stripes. Um one guy came. I haven't seen it yet, but dressed up as someone from uh, Squid Game. I've, that's oh. quite a popular costume this year. I've seen quite a few people on Instagram in the the, the big yeah. red hooded outfit. Um, and then some like generic things. One one of my friends came as like Italian stallion, so he had like the kind of the boxing glove robe and stuff. And I, I thought that was I was very minimal effort. Like, I was uh, actually uh, not impressed with that. But yeah. um, I liked my costume, which is the main thing. So I don't really care what other people thought put yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, it was I, already
1: know. I already know what I want to be for next year. Or like, oh, I've got some, um, some contenders in the running for next year.
0: Is it case okay? so you like to keep it kind of under wraps so you can have this, the wow factor?
1: Well, so I'm thinking of, um, you know, Rick James...
0: Oh, mate, oh, I've wanted
1: to go with him before. I haven't done it yet, but
0: in all like the shiny red and stuff, and the boots and oh, the well, hair Yeah, the,
1: very... the album. Yeah, with him, with the guitar. And he's in like an all-black leather, like PVC outfit. Yeah, yeah. The, um, <laughs> the red high, the red like waist, like um, knee-high boots, and that does mm. like that like ha- uh, braided hair. Mm. And that would be the look I'd be going for. Oh, uh, you see, I've thought about that in the past. However, like up here. I don't know.
0: I don't think many people know who it was, um, but that's a good. That's a great idea. Um, so either
1: either Rick James, or I might try drag for the first time ever, and mm. do you know, um, Sonya Blade from um from Mortal Kombat. Oh, mate, that's the gayest idea, but
0: amazing at the same time. Like, let me
1: refresh my memory. Sonya Blade was she like in a catsuit? suit, the blonde one? The but I, I, I'll do like the early, the early one. So in like Mortal Kombat one. She was yeah. in a training bar, like a training bar with leggings, like a green yeah. one. What about Prince Princess Katana? Um, no, I'm not doing that. I don't <laughs> like Princess Katana the same way. And she is in the like, slottiest outfit. I like Princess Katana but, but let me remember fresh
0: my memory. The thing is with Mortal Kombat. I used to watch the um, the Fox Kids series. I never yeah. played the game. I think. Sonya Blade, the Sonya
1: Blade. But you said you oh. put, like um, you need to put like Mortal Kombat one because that's that's um, that's the outfit that I would want to do
0: oh right
1: you it's see like I, I think next year we need to make sure we're in the
0: same place when we're partying I think that should be a thing because if I hadn't already planned the party up here I would have come to yours um, but we already like sent the invites out and you're like oh we're doing a Halloween party here I was like oh, I can't really host and be like oh I'm not coming anymore but um, next year we'll make sure we're in the same location um, that's yeah but next year Halloween will be on a is it a Monday next year Oh, who cares? We just, we just go out on a Saturday night as usual, isn't it? Just... Yeah. <laughs> but yeah,
1: it was um, it's nice to dress up. I haven't done that in like 10 years or so. But now we've got, honestly, man, we've got so much alcohol left over. It's ridiculous. That's why I'm drinking. So I've got like a kind of magnet that I'm drinking on this podcast. And that's the reason why, because the amount, honestly, the amount of alcohol we've got is just like overwhelming. Like you don't have space in the fridge. To put our food, because mm. they're just like cans of Magnus, cans of Fosters. We've got um, four bottles of Prosecco left over. We've got um, bare tonic. We've got two oh, bottles of that. gin. <laughs> is this because you just got a lot of alcohol, because you, there weren't many people that
0: turned up, or was it a bit of both? Or?
1: So there is some alcohol that we bought left over. Loads of people, loads of people bought alcohol and left it here. So, yeah, like... Yeah. Some of the, like so, someone left a full bottle of Jack Daniels, like unopened or anything. Someone, another person left a full bottle of of Bailey's. Another person left a full bottle of apple sours. Mm, the shots. There we are. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I'm like, we for Christmas. Well, sure sure that's we used... <laughs> but Like the the spirit isn't the problem. It's um, it's the things that need the fridge space that's a problem. But can't you keep them flat and then just
0: put them in the fridge like when you're going to use them? Or
1: does that not work? No, really? you don't really have to, like, either way, it's still, it's still a use, use of space that we don't really have.
0: Put it on your balcony?
1: Uh, this, is it cold enough, I think? I don't know. I'm sure you won't. Well, to right, right, be honest with you, like, there are so many worse problems to have in life. I was going to say, there's, no, there's not really such a thing as having too much drink in the house or nothing. So that'll be for Christmas.
0: Are you doing anything for Christmas? I know we're going to Leeds, which will be very fun. Um... I guess I'll go Christmas celebration. Unless you do anything like this sort
1: or of, damn uh, your, your neck of the woods at all. Um, I haven't got anything planned. I mean, obviously I'm going to go home. Yeah. Um, we've we've got to have our Boxing Day tradition, of course, which I've mentioned on a podcast a few times before. Oh, yes. And, 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 oh, do you know when tickets go on I have to go. I really want to go. I, I don't experience. think we're going to be able to get tickets, to be honest with you. Like, um, they are very, very much in demand. So the way to do it is... That uh excuse me. The home allocation is um is for uh away season ticket holders first. Then it's yeah. for home season ticket holders. Then I think it's for like members, and those members have to have gone to a certain amount of games throughout the year to build oh, their credit up. And then if so- everyone else so- but the time the release goes to, like, the last people, there's, like, basically none left.
0: like, a couple hundred, if that. I don't know. Who yeah.
1: Won? Oh, that's a shame.
0: See, um, you know, my team, like, we're, I think last was on Saturday, actually, on the day, the day before Halloween. And they came they were up here in St. James's, Chelsea, Newcastle. And I had actually wanted to go to that match, but we just forgot about it. A few of us wanted to go. And then it was sold out. I was like, oh, that's a shame. Um... And then they beat, beat Newcastle
1: three 0 You only want to go there to look, man. Anyway, you can look at them on TV. No,
0: I've I, I, I followed Chelsea for the last three to four years. Anyway, though, I mean that was the original, you know, the original reason. However, I've grown to enjoy them though know, as a team. Anyway, give me some. I mean,
1: and also, no, I'm not going down this route, Avery. Not today. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. easy. To, like, it's easier to support a team when they're owned by a multi-billionaire. They've won They've attempt. They've won, the, they've won the, um the league before. It's easy to support them, but
0: but I've supported them since 2018, and they've had they've had some very rough stints since that time, though. So no one could ever accuse me of glory hunting, ever.
1: You are completely glory hunting. No, no, no.
0: I've liked them for three to four years, so it's absolutely not glory hunting. When sadly you have, have no connection
1: to the you have no connection to the team, other over, over than them, than them what? Huh? What's a, your connection to the team? I mean,
0: huh? It's from their social media profile, so it does work. There, are like, stuff. anyway, how actually, no, now that you mentioned this, though, I do feel like I should be able to support it. And you know, the thing is, right, obviously, I've kind of support Villa, but I don't really watch the other matches at all. Um, but then then it seems like, oh, am I jumping on the bandwagon because I've never actually been into my local team and now I decide to, like, you know, I can't win, I don't feel.
1: Well, you live, and if you want to know, you live close to the Villa ground. Oh, yes, it's done. Sure Throw away <laughs> Don't
0: worry, Ainsley. I'll, I'll be there. Don't worry. I'll go there at some point, I think. But well, I'm just a bit good at the common kind of boxing Um, from what I mean, saying.
1: I mean, there's still a chance, but the chances are slim. I think, you know what, though? We might as
0: well try. If we don't make it, we don't make it. I won't be as disappointed as I would have been, you know, when I tried to get the classroom tickets before, actually, we've always got glassroom tickets to be fair, but it won't be any bigger disappointment than that. So all we can do is try at the end of the day.
1: Yeah. Did you, have you watched the Dave Chappelle thing?
0: Yes, I watched it, I think the week before last. Um, it's interesting because I was going to discuss it in um our little uh, group chats with, with mm-hmm. your cousin. I think at the time I was quite busy. I was like, you know, if everyone's seen it, we'll probably talk about it for a while. And I was thinking I was, I was like, oh, I'll talk about it with my time too. But well, why not now? I'm assuming you've seen it, have you? hmm
1: So I watched about a bit less than half of it. Mm-hmm. And then I turned it off because I wasn't enjoying it. And um mm-hmm. when uh, when the, that conversation like with friends with like that same cousin came up
0: mm-hmm.
1: they seemed to be very aggrieved that I didn't watch the whole thing so I so I watched it again and I finished it like last week obviously like David pearl was more than the need like two weeks ago so yeah. we are being late on the game for it but I'm, I'm, I'm never confused. fussed about that
0: though you know just watch it when you want to watch it so we can talk about it I'm happy to talk about it now Um I feel like I've always been a fan, Um, I understand the criticism he had, but I will say I thoroughly enjoyed it, Um, the man is funny, Um, I I find him fascinating, but I'm not someone who's like a big big comedian watcher at all, like I don't really watch much stand-up like whatsoever, but I've always like made space to watch Dave Chappelle. I mean, shall we just cut right to the chase? Like, I do think he has—he does have an obsession with trans, with you know, with the trans community. Like, that is clear. Um, I, I don't—I've never known—I've never known what to make of it. So I found it funny, but then at the same time, he kept mentioning about the criticisms he gets of punching down the community, and he sees it as he isn't punching down. However. I don't feel like it is his place to decide whether he's punching down or not. Mm-hmm. Having said all that, I find most things he said are quite funny. But um, you know, you know, I'm like I quite like offensive humor. Anyway, to be honest,
1: how do you yeah. feel? A- um. So I want to start by saying that I too was a fan of Dave Chappelle. I've watched all of his um, Netflix specials up to, up, like, including this one. I've yeah. watched like. As many as much of his stand-up as I could. Like, I've never seen seen a live show, but like as much I could outside of that, yeah. I've been to watch. And I think it wasn't funny. I think it wasn't very funny, to be honest with you. I, yeah, I wasn't mm. laughing as much as I, I do in his other, in other specials. A lot of what he was saying made me uncomfortable. Mm. And I thought that like um, a lot of kind of like the points he was making was actually quite reductive. And was like just a bit like overly simplistic and lacking in a bit of nuance. Yeah. So the point I turned it off, which is um, what was the cause of some of all this aggravation in like some of my group chats, was when he was talking about um, gay people, and he mm. was basically saying uh, he was like kind of like equating the LGBT movement to yeah. the uh, to like to like civil rights to like uh, black civil rights and he was kind of saying that if like oh um that it seemed that if like gay people are having such such a great time of things and that like, if only Martin Luther King had put on booty shorts, maybe we'd we'd have X, <laughs> Y, and Z. <laughs> Do you mean when um he was saying that like, it's like almost like black people
0: say to gay people, like, what's the secret? How, why is your movement going so well?
1: Yeah. I yeah, quite
0: enjoyed I thought, I thought that, was I thought that was a fascinating point. It might be a bit reductive, but um, I did not understand where it's coming from.
1: But I think that's only true if you're a white gay man. It, yeah. But, but this is the thing, right? So
0: I agree with that, but I think... You know, but I think we've touched on this in the past time we? when we've spoken about, like, sort of clubbing and what, what I think as gay culture is basically essentially just, like, mainstream white gay culture. And that's, you know, when someone ever talks about the gay movement, in my head, that's what I think about straight away. It shouldn't be the case, for sure, because when we talk about, you know, different prides and whether, like, your regular pride, if there's space for us or whether we should want to have space in it. But when people talk about the gay movement, that's automatically what I think in my head. And if he's talking about that section, um, then it's going swimmingly well, I find...
1: But that, but obviously that, but that's not well. That's not the LGBT community. That's not even the gay community. That's like just such a small part of it. And that just, and so that's why I say that it's. That's why I say that it's reductive. Because so all mm. all of us are over here. who are not having the same experience. And but I then, think on, I'm sorry. That like the way that Dave Chappelle is saying it. It, it describes it. Is the way that a lot of a lot of black straight people think think about it. I don't know, because
0: I, I, I get what you're saying there, but also, he also made the point, didn't he, when he was talking about, well, he was on holiday somewhere, and he said that um, the gay guy had argument started calling the police, and then he's, he's basically made the point saying that, you know, they see themselves as a minority until they remember that they're white again. So I think he makes it clear, he's specifically talking about the white gay community. He doesn't have, to, I don't think he has to put it in those words, but with the other anecdote he said where he had to argue the argument with guy at the bar who called the police on him, it's obvious that's who he's talking about. And that's what, who no. is right is with
1: yeah but like i just think the way it was articulated didn't make that clear to me maybe well, that's I right. think maybe that's my maybe that's my fault
0: i mean possibly but i mean if you take that standard segment when he was talking about you know comparing the game with the with the uh, like black civil rights but then as i said because he was talking about a few anecdotes and he made the point about saying that like, you know he was he made clear he was talking about white gay people so I think the context of the whole thing is clear that's who he's talking about.
1: When he says, I, don't I, I, like, is, I don't think it is clear
0: from what he's saying. But don't, you think, but don't you think a lot of black gay people would agree, though? When we talk about, you know, representation in the media and how things are seen so well for that community, they're really talking about, you know, mainstream and white gay culture.
1: Well, but so like, but the, this is the thing that I have an issue with, is that, like, people, like, people in, like, black people especially see, like, gay culture as a white thing. So I think there is a conflation uh, between like like the LGBT movement and whiteness. hmm And I think but- and I think that like that is what we need to do away with. And I think the special as mm-hmm. uh, sort of playing into that. I don't know if it's a conflation just because when you look at
0: like when we were talking about pride in the past and representation and all the different movies that get promoted, who are the main characters? I think that's why it's it's not so much a conflation as sort of describing what's just actually happening in reality. And it shouldn't be like that at all. But I don't don't think he's saying that they're the only gay people that matter. I don't think that's like the kind of angle he's taking. It's a case of when people think about gay culture, that's who they're thinking of because that's who is calling the
1: shots. But then, like, but I thought that if that was the case, then like, it would have I don't know, like, the kind of jokes that you would have made would have like kind of more spoken to that rather than like I don't know, because like I said, like I'm a black man, mm-hmm. I'm an LGBT person. And I don't really think that like I don't really like I don't really think that like, I did. Yeah, I like I didn't feel like I could laugh along with him because I just didn't feel like he re- he really understood that like the issues I have are the same ones that he has, even though I'm black and gay at the same time.
0: But then also he did make another joke at one point. Because I remember, he, when I watched it, I kept thinking it'd be good to watch the second time just to try and retain all the information. But he didn't make a point saying that, oh, he's never had a problem with gay community, he's never had a problem with trans community. And he just said, that oh, problem I've always been with white
1: people. people. Yeah, he yeah. did say
0: that, he did say that, yeah. I guess that was the angle he was taking. Um, I want to rewatch it actually. I think it'd be nice for us to watch it together again. Um. But I don't know if that's going to happen, well, logistically. terms um, of what else did you cover in there? I don't know. I think for for me, like, I would have to watch a second time just to maybe get more out of it. But I just find him a great storyteller. I have seen lots of people say, I didn't find it funny. There weren't many punchlines. You know, he's, he's, he's stale. He's kind of a shadow of what used to be. And when people don't find it funny, I don't... It doesn't really bother me because you don't have to find it funny. And I accept that some people think, you know, the material was weak. but as someone who's not a massive comedian follower, I was like, it was a show. I laughed. I enjoyed what he was saying. I thought there was some thought provoking moments. It wasn't thought provoking as other things he's done. Um, I'll, I would definitely say that. And I don't think it's some like you know cultural masterpiece that should be like revered as well. But I I, I thought it was enjoyable. Um, he could have gone a bit deeper. And maybe I can see how he'd maybe just go for low hanging fruit a lot of the time with his punchlines and stuff. Um, and it felt like he had a there's a bit of a vibe of oh I don't really give a fuck that like, I'll say what I want in this one and be as offensive as I want because I'm I i do not really have anything to prove and I don't really want to do this anymore, so I do when people think it was sloppy and lazy I do agree with that, um, but yeah
1: sorry I, I thought I was something else I was saying but then that was actually just what I wanted to say. <laughs> I think that well I didn't find it funny, yeah mm-hmm. yeah so I didn't like were there some bits that I laughed at sure overall uh, for like the whole hour that um was i wasn't i wasn't laughing the same like the same way and i thought that like all the points that he was making about transgender people like i said was again just a bit reductive about mm-hmm. like all the things about him being team Turf. Him being what sorry team Turf. Oh, being called a... you see i yeah.
0: feel, feel like there was there was definitely more room to go into that and he kind of skated over it didn't he he mentioned he mentioned JK Rowling quickly but I feel like he could have provided a bit more insight and gone a bit deeper when you when you saw about like the turf thing particularly. It was maybe a bit surface level in places. So I I would agree with that.
1: Um, and the whole thing about like yeah, like um <coughs> kind of like this whole sex and sex and gender issue, which is basically like the whole crux of well, seems to be the crux of why people are not so receptive to to transgender people, to the experience or or whatever. I thought it was more of the same. To be honest with you, like I didn't, I don't feel like I anything or got any insight into a, into any of it that like I wouldn't, I didn't have before. And on top of that, it wasn't funny. See, this is what's interesting though, because it has to. Yeah, I think you,
0: with what you just said, then it either has to provide insight, or it has to be funny, or ideally do both. Um, I personally well, did find.
1: I remember it had to funny. It's a, a standalone mm-hmm. comedy show. But this, but this is the thing, though. But what's funny
0: is so subjective, though. And I, I did find it funny. And I, I did, you know, I kept pausing because I wanted to save and like quickly do something else or grow up some or something. I, I enjoyed it from start to finish. Um, and I would happily rewatch it again. Um, but I, like I said, I might get more from it from the second time around. But there wasn't any, I didn't, there was never a point where I felt like I was, you know, forcing myself to laugh or struggling, like, you know, to enjoy it. Um, I think he did a good job. I don't think it's his best work, and like I said, I, I do feel like maybe there were parts of it that were a bit little too easy for him because he maybe didn't put as much effort into it as he's done in his previous things. But that didn't stop my enjoyment of it. I didn't feel. I accept that some people didn't find it funny, and I'm, I'm never going to say to... if someone doesn't find it funny, I'm never going to say, "Oh, there's a problem with you." Like, if you didn't find it, funny, you didn't find it funny, that's that's, that's that's fine. But um, but then again, also I've seen some people who didn't find it funny who were, you know, they're sort of trying their darndest. For people to prefer, why was it funny? Explain to me why it was funny. I was like, "Why well, do you find it funny, or you, or you didn't find?" Right? For me, it's not a big deal in my head.
1: Hmm. Hmm. I mean, <laughs> always, <you> know... <laughs> I don't know. I'm going That's...
0: to watch it again. Shall we watch it when we're in Leeds? Actually,
1: like um, on, I don't know. You know, what, I don't. Be... Ca- I actually don't care to spend any more time on it. To be, too... which is
0: fine because you watched half of it and then gave up, and then you said people like, again. Oh, Scolded you, and then you watch watched the rest. Well, there's no point in forcing yourself in that case. So, I, I understand that perspective. So, if you don't want to watch it again, then that's fine. I mean, me personally, if I don't, if I'm not enjoying something, I'll turn it off and, and that's the end of it. At least you went back and finished it, right? You did more than
1: I would have done if I didn't enjoy something. So, yeah, yeah, I well, it's funny. This thing has been, yeah, like <laughs> this whole thing with Dave Chappelle has been quite like, i if I say it's been hard for me, that make it sound like I've been fucking like wrestling over it when it haven't. But like, <laughs> yeah, I've been, like tossing and turning in bed thinking about Dave Chappelle. When just def- shit, yeah, and <laughs> yeah, I just definitely haven't. But it's just like, cause he's a comedian that like that I do that I do like, I do respect, I do find funny mm-hmm. as well. And I kind of cause I didn't like I didn't enjoy that I didn't enjoy that special. I kind of felt a bit like, I if I, I felt like, I, like I'm a bad person or felt bad for not for not liking it. Yeah. Well,
0: why, if you don't like it, you don't like it. I mean, I feel like it's actually the opposite. I feel like the people who felt like they were on the right side of things are the ones that didn't didn't fight it. For them. I'm not talking about you specifically, I'm talking about, you know, the fucking Twitter warriors who were trying their to darn this to say that, you know, you know, he's punching down, he has an obsession with the trans community. Um. Like if you didn't enjoy it, you didn't enjoy it I don't think you should be beating yourself that you didn't like it well, it's um, because, like, You know what it's I'm just, like, I don't give a fuck whether I enjoy singing or not Or what people think of that Just, just do you man, it doesn't even matter
1: Well it's just because like he has um, I mean this this special that he's done Has been his most controversial one Yeah I think you'd say mm-hmm. And and I think Because like because of the way that discourse happens now It's always like on two sides of a coin So people mm. either Enjoyed it and they're happy with it, or people really always oh, seem like people really are offended by the content.
0: Mm.
1: Want Dave Chappelle cancelled in, in inverted commas. Rung up I, outside uh, the town hall, yeah. Yeah. They're <laughs> yeah, like yeah, people are raising their pitchforks and their um <laughs> you yeah, know and their t- their tiki the around to come for Dave Chappelle's head. And I'm kind of like I personally didn't enjoy it. And yeah. my, um, I will tell you my immediate reaction after watching it the first time round. But to be honest with you, like I, I if other people enjoyed it, I haven't quite like I haven't said anything about it like that. I haven't gone, I don't necessarily have an issue with that. But then again, <laughs> if I was a transgender person, I don't know how I would, how I would feel feel about yeah, that. Yeah, which
0: is a valid point. I mean, I saw I saw some people saying, oh, if you enjoy, if you found it funny, because it's fun because you bigoted yourself, which I thought was a bit of a childish take. Um but I, I saw that comment he floated around on Twitter. So the people find it funny are the ones who are probably quite bigoted anyway, and they just they just like seeing trans people mocked. Um but I don't think that's the only thing he was talking about, to be fair. I want to watch it again because like I said in in the it was like an hour and fifteen minutes. Like yeah. the comedy covers so much different material, not even so much different material, there's just so much
1: talking that happens in it.
0: I'm not gonna remember every single kind of you know, topic that he touched on or every kind
1: of um you, you think. Is that thing you just said that like you just enjoy like just enjoy seeing like a marginalized community being what but isn't that is that not a part of it because like I took it like all the things that I've seen that I've seen all the commentary that I've seen about his special after that I'm seeing that like people are taking it as if like data is saying what they're thinking basically.
0: That always happens and that's a dangerous thing though because if I think if you are a comedian or a writer and you are making fun of certain groups you are going to attract people who just have a gripe against a certain group that's always going to happen it's the same with um, I know, when you think about like, different political parties you might have certain sort of um ideals beliefs or like policies they're going to attract people who kind of have like darker kind of intentions i think that's always going to happen unfortunately so i do get when people say you know comedians do have responsibilities not punched down or to sort of be careful what they say, but at the same time that that then feels like censorship it's a it's a tricky one I, well I think it's a tricky one anyway
1: but I think that sense, that Dave Chappelle like has the license to say whatever he wants to say that's like that's completely fine but then everybody else has the right to react the way that they want to to it as well
0: of course they do but I think what they need to understand is that he doesn't give a fuck um I mean, they can talk about it as well. I mean, the only thing I thought was like ridiculous was Netflix and um, you saw some Netflix workers protesting and they wanted it removed from the platform. And I just thought they were just wasting their time, to be honest. I really did.
1: Okay. So I always try to think about this. Is it like-
0: You're a person from that community
1: or? Yeah, so let's say that I'm, obviously, like, we're black people. If there was a white comedian who who were who were speaking about the black community in the manner that Dave Chappelle was talking about the the trans community, how would I feel about that?
0: Yeah. So I think it's natural to try and draw up that kind of comparison, but there's I think like we've spoken before when you kind of kind of like compare different types of Social issues or different kinds of oppression. I hate using that word. It's never like a sort of, sort of straight match, um, and I couldn't see. I couldn't. More, I mean, I will. I will conceive that. I. Will, I couldn't conceive that happening. Um, well, like, I, don't kind
1: of... I don't think you could conceive it happening because I don't think there are there are not many comedians, and ones who do are not getting are not getting Netflix specials because, like, people understand. That race mm-hmm. is a sub- is a subject that obviously has such short, like hundreds of years of um, of feelings and emotion and whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't think there was a white comedian that would do that. And it would so seem I'm
0: antiquated. Not... It would seem antiquated as well because that kind of comedy would have been popular in you know less savory times. Let's say.
1: But, um... got, like, but I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to compare the trans experience necessarily to the black experience. I'm not trying to do that. What I am trying to do. It try to like see because obviously, like I said, like we are part of a marginalized community, and mm-hmm. the and white people are part of the majority in the same mm-hmm. way that a straight person is part of the overwhelming majority or not a straight person, sorry a cisgender person is a part of the overwhelming majority and a mm-hmm. transgender and a transgender person is part of an overwhelming minority so Ooh.
0: What I feel is though, from this special, what I was what I was gathering was that he he accepts he's made sort of cheap trans jokes in the past, like in bygone years. But in all his in what he was talking about, the trans community this time, it was, ba- it was basically about trans people's reactions to his stand-up and his experiences with trans people, rather than just being like, oh, hey, about how about those trans people? And, like, and just, like, just randomly talking about them like that. So it was, it's, I don't think it's exactly the same because he was talking about how people from the trans community have reacted to his stand-up and conversations and interactions he's had with them. That's what he was basing his material on this time round. Um, and then he was going from there, rather than just talking about, you know, trans people in general without any kind of sort of context of saying, oh, you know, how about this, how about that? So it's, it's, it's difficult for me to try and sort of imagine how it would be. But I do understand if you are a trans person, you're going to have a different perspective, and it might hit harder. And it's always a case of you know you'll get some trans people saying, "Oh no, I think it's all funny." Like you can say what you want, but then the majority seem to you know well, I don't know. I don't. I don't there's not been an official stats or a survey, but obviously a lot obviously do have a problem with him, which would tell us something. But I can't see it through their eyes, though. So, and I, and also I'd be hesitant to just say, "Oh, if they say it's offensive, it's definitely offensive," and he's an awful man. I also I'm never going to be someone to do that either. I can only see it from my perspective and try and and try and imagine how his impact what his words, what impact his sound might have on trans people.
1: But like for what you're saying now is kind of like again, I'm trying to equate to like if a white person saying that about, about like racial issues, and I can't imagine I think I've even heard white people say similar things before. And like I'm trying my best to imagine, I can't see it. So I I think that if like I said, Dave Chappelle. But
0: they're not parallel. I, I think that's why. I think it's it's you can't
1: really compare them. I know. But another, I just, that's I just trying, think that's not what just, you're trying to do. I think do. I genuinely think that you're taking an easy way. i take an easy way out of it, right uh, now. But I, not, as I say, they're, easily, they're not comparable. If you, if, not, it was, if, it was,
0: if it was if it was talking about racial issues, it's a case of like you are subhuman because you're not the same race as me. It is not the same thing. It's it's. I think you'll take the easy way out by saying, oh, you know, if a more person is a black person, that's the easy way, out in my opinion.
1: I don't, I, don't, also, I, don't, it,
0: I don't think it helps to try and like, to say, oh, well, what, we've had this situation. People do that all the time. They'll bring always back to race. And I think with that, it's so stark and it's so obvious what the issue is with that. It's not very helpful to say, oh, well, what if we had this situation? Because then it's a completely different conversation.
1: But obviously, like if, like, if a person, like I said, if a person that's part of a marginalized community, like, is voicing something, I'm going to try and empathise with that. So I'm going to try mm-hmm. and understand what it is. And like I said, like I mentioned, the whole issue with race, because like I said, we are we are marginalized people, we're a minority living in living in uh, living in a society where the majority isn't like us, and that is like trans people. So I might feel as a minority when the majority say will will say something or print something about a minority that makes me feel a certain type of way. So as a minority like that. I'm saying, is it so hard for you to imagine another minority, how they might feel if someone else from majority is, is doing the same thing to them?
0: I'm not, I am not say it's hard to imagine, but I'm saying I'm, I'm not going to see it from their unique perspective, because at, at the same time, there might be people who are bothered by, it, it's by what you're saying, who are from that community, but others who say that they're not bothered by it. I agree with that. That's the thing, though. So I can, so I can't put myself exactly in their shoes. No,
1: so I, like, I agree that I will never understand. I would like I'll never, of course, I'll never completely understand. But like with this particular situation, like I said, I am trying to use my own experiences to understand, mm-hmm. like where someone's coming from when they say something. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna point blank say
0: that his humor—it's you know—I can see it. I can see it as being offensive. I don't think it's a case of we have to kind of well, I'm not trying to decide whether or not it's offensive, because um, it's going to offend some people that that is going to happen. I think the big question people seem to be asking is, you know, and what he seems to be asking himself as well as, oh, am I what is he a transphobic person or is he not a transphobic person? That seems to be the underlying like question that where this all seems to lead to. Um I do feel, like I, said, like I said to you at the beginning, I do think he talks about them a bit too much and it kind of thinks like, well, you know, do you have a gripe with Because, you know, this is what the third special, we keep going on about them, um, well, the trans community. And I feel like he, I agree when people say, it's like he can't accept that he, there is a possibility that he could have a problem. I think that's, that's the part I would say we'll probably agree on is that if he if he talks about, you know, the trans community and trans issues so often, it's a case of, you know, why do you keep coming back to that and why are you so kind of, maybe not desperate, but he seems to be quite sort of committed to people thinking he's a good person and that he doesn't have a problem with the trans community. But the fact he's going on about them kind of maybe suggests the opposite. Are you with me? All right.
1: Yeah, I understand.
0: I wasn't sure because he looked a bit, uh, I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how, did, how did I
0: look? Huh? How did You I look not- like you're about to say you're talking shit. That's what I thought. <laughs> 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 there we are. There we are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, about- is, it, it's tricky terrain, though, because like the butt of his jokes, it's in general, it's not people like us, it's aimed at. So I can say, well, I'm, I'm not really fussed about saying whether I find it offensive or not, but I will say I find it funny. But then when someone says, oh, you find it funny because it doesn't affect you particularly then it gives me food for thought but then I don't I can't answer that question though I don't think
1: I would say that but if someone said it to me I'd say that's probably a valid point to be honest with you yeah he makes gay
0: jokes all the time as well and I've never like I've never seen one of his gay jokes and thought oh that's really bad that's really offensive I've always found them funny always even even from the back the days of the Chappelle show all the time when he did like um What did you do? I'm trying to think of of specific stints, but you'd always have like gay jokes or black and gay jokes all the time. And I never, ever, like myself personally, ever felt hurt or like belittled or made to feel like I was less than. I've always found those funny. So I think that's the closest I can come to relating to the jokes it makes about trans. Because it's like the the jokes, made the gay jokes are made and the jokes about gay black people is made. I've, I've always just I've always just laughed at them. I've never had a problem
1: never so, heard a joke about gay black people specifically by Dave Chappelle. I'm not saying I mean, they're not there, but I haven't heard yeah. them.
0: There's one in the Chappelle show, but he's made, but like, okay, if we just take, take it to like Gay People, for example, he's always made a joke, like you must have come across those, he's, he's always made them. Like even in this one, he was talking about, oh, you know, 80s gay guys, um, they used to have like sort of white eyes where they looked always look surprised or something, I thought that was hilarious.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Clearly you didn't, which is fine.
1: No, well, I, did, I didn't find it funny, yeah. But that's
0: the thing, but this is the thing, though, like, if I, <clears throat> if up until this point when I've seen all of his other stuff, I've seen when he's done jokes that are kind of, you know, risky or whatever, however you want to describe them, I've never thought, oh, that's really offensive, when it's, when it's affected someone, like, in my category, that's maybe why I can't take the lead to kind of, to see, for like, what the big problem is this time, um, essentially. Have you ever yeah. found his early material offensive, like any of his gay stuff offensive
1: before episode, or, have you, said, or have you just found it funny? I've never, well, I don't remember, sorry, i thought I can't really remember any, like any gay jokes he's made before. He's I, made like, in, his, in his last special, I do remember his conversation about like the transgender community, which mm-hmm. made me wince when he, um, when he said to them, but um, yeah. not enough, like not enough to, to stop watching. So if I've listened to him, so if I've listened to his stand-up and it's made the gay jokes and it hasn't made me offended enough to uh, enough to remember them, remember. Okay, fair enough. I don't know, but like I said, it's not really. My takeaway
0: from this, well, it's not even the takeaway. It's have I always thought. Of, I'm... <clears throat> if if there are people from, like, if there are trans people who are saying that you know this stuff is offensive, I'm going to say, okay, I hear his stuff is offending. But then it's not gonna be every single transfer, and that happens or every single time. With any, when any comedian, whatever group they're talking about, people within that community, some are gonna be bothered by it, and some aren't. Um, <clears throat> so for me, trying to relate to it, all I can go on is is how he said things that affect me particularly, or my what who I'm from particularly, and that hasn't bothered me. Which isn't to, to try and disregard what other people are saying now. And it's like it's not up to me to say whether something is offensive or not. I, all I can talk about is whether I found it funny and whether I think it was too much or, or or too little. But it's I'm one person with one opinion, and what I say isn't. I can't sort of decree, you know, what you know whether he's crossed the line or not, or, or if he should be punished for what he said. I personally didn't have a problem with it, but my, it's just
1: my opinion for me. Fine, I'm, I'm ready to move on. I think yeah. we we'll, will
0: discussed it. I didn't actually know you'd what. Well, I didn't even know you'd watch it. As I said the, when I watched it at the time, I was going to bring it up, but I was thinking I was running around on the day and I didn't have time, and then I just forgot about it. But
1: yeah, I think it's useful. But, yeah. I mean, I think
0: we, I think before we even got into the conversation, we could probably would, we probably knew we probably wouldn't see eye to eye on it, which is fine. Like we don't have to see eye to eye on it. Yeah, but yeah,
1: and then anything else going on in the world?
0: not much to be fair um just the usual stuff you're talking about i mean i've just got my gym and body goals as you i think i think it's good that we're going on the same trip away and we both want to better our appearances what what just like health and, and whatnot because then I've got someone holding to me me to account and vice versa um because i'd forgotten about it actually until was it, was it a couple was it either yesterday or the day before you said something like, are you still, you know, are you still like, you know, are you working for Leeds Care or like that? I was like, oh shit, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm, yeah, just about, just about, yeah. <laughs> I think I'd like you to keep that energy up, and I will do the same in return for
1: you. I mean, you you didn't do the same for me unless I reminded you. Exactly, but that's what I, as I was talking, I would like to do some conditional tense. I ain't started yet, man, okay, like, <laughs> give me a chance. <laughs> All <laughs> oh, right, so the, next, so the next time next time you can do the next check-in.
0: So we, oh, we can do check-ins, to be fair, like sort of um, mutual ones, send body pics and stuff just to see how we're doing. I'm we not to
1: sending a body pic. I'm not sending a body pic. <laughs> okay, are you a <laughs> Snapchat?
0: No, I'm not a Snapchat. Well, so you, we can spend, you can send an expiring one on WhatsApp. If you don't want to, that's
1: fine. Not, like, do
0: what you're comfortable with doing. Um, do you know how actually?
1: uncomfortable I, I am with my body? I know, just from when the um
0: what was something recently? I think you said that I can't remember. Was it when we did the episode with Tofe? I can't remember. You mentioned that you didn't, you'd never take your top off anywhere. And also remember when you said that, I, I thought back to our well, our first classmate together in twenty seventeen. You know, it was hot as fuck on the first day on the Wednesday. Yeah, and everyone took their tops off because it was boiling it was like you know apocalyptic weather it was so hot and you were yeah. like you know oh, i'm not
1: doing that because uncouth yeah i don't do that I, it makes me feel uncomfortable
0: if, if it doesn't fair enough i mean i i'm not really i'm not massively happy with mine but i'm not not to the point where i kind of I think if I'm, I'm not many happy with it, I'm in my head, I'm kind of don't care what people think. I know not everyone's like that. And it's it's not anything to be feel weird about. If you, if you're not comfortable with it, don't do it. That's absolutely fine. I think so for
1: sure. After doing some thinking about this, mm-hmm. and I grew up a fat child. And yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. definitely, I feel like even when you grow up to an adult, no matter like what size you get to. How have you changed? That fat child never dies, man. Never ever dies. Mm, yeah, yeah. And when I was a child, especially my dad, who is a, is a big person himself, man, always mm-hmm. used to used always used to uh, used to mention it. Used to like just say things which is talking my which is my mind. So now, as like, a thirty year old man, I just like have a negative image of my body completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now that like, we live in, like, fucking gay Instagram world, where, like, every other gay person has, like, a bear, like, bear in their chest. And I, I yeah. remember, like, when I was on Grinder, like, when I was single and I was um, being a hoe, or being, I was going say, being more of a hoe, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, everybody was obsessed with body pics, and I used to always, like, make excuses to not send them, because... Mm. I just, yeah, it just made it just made me too uncomfortable to see them. And seeing everybody else as being so liberal, like just like using their body to get attention essentially. Yeah. It just made me feel worse about myself. It makes me feel worse about myself. I don't you mean like,
0: it's we live in these very visual times, don't we?
1: Um okay, yeah. so I
0: take that out so quick. That sounds so cheesy. Um it can feel like even if you are not someone you post very often, you still feel that sense of competition to you know, be be seen a certain way or there's like a there's like a there's like a sort of um an unseen Instagram leaderboard isn't there of who can like you know who can look the best or have the, the fanciest lifestyle or have the best body or whatever or, or the best curves or the flattest stomach blah blah blah. But even if you know even if someone who posts things like that you can still feel like there's someone you might compare yourself to in your head. Um it's interesting what you're saying about childhood because I've always thought it's such it doesn't last very long, but so much happens in it that has effect on what's going to happen for the rest of our lives. Yeah, Mine wasn't so much image. Like I've, always, I've always felt like I was a scrawny kid, but it wasn't so much the image. It was more about um, maybe not being the sportiest person or like the toughest. Yeah. And that's kind of like, even, I think now maybe I'm a bit more, I don't want to say butch, but like, you know, but kind of a bit like you know, manly or whatever. I don't know how you want to describe it. It's a bit cringe talking about it. But I still sometimes... If I do any sports now, for example, I do have flashbacks to when I was a kid and like, you know, I couldn't ride a bike or I wasn't very athletic or I thought maybe I was a bit of a sissy or something. That part yeah. doesn't go, that part doesn't go away, or I think, oh, if I walk a bit funny or, or like I don't look kind of like masculine enough. That's yeah. kind of stayed with me. So not so much the image, but just more the um how much of a man you are. That's definitely stayed with me since childhood because I was insecure about it.
1: Same. Okay. Same. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I I um, I don't think well, I mean I, it's hard to imagine that's gonna that's gonna go completely, mm-hmm. and it's taken a long time for me to to like still see myself as like quote unquote a real man, but still be the person I am. Yeah, it's taken me a long a long time to uh, to reconcile those two things because I'm not like I'm not the same I'm not the same as my two cousins, for instance. Yeah, I'm yeah. not, and it I always feel yeah, it always makes you feel like you're less of them for sure for sure there's a lot of parallels
0: between us with me it was obviously all my older brothers were fairly sporty very like you know <clears throat> testosterone heavy and I always felt like, like the runt at the end like the fifth child like something like that yeah but uh, it's it's ongoing work and you can, I think you can always turn it around and it's like it's just a sort of work in progress a lot of it I think a lot of it is in our heads as well just from what we were like as kids we're not children anymore um and it's not, it's not the easy thing to shake off, but we do have a lot of control of it, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's just hard, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. You have to just push forward, isn't it? Well, like I said, when I, when I moved to London, we came go to the gym together when eventually. When you moved to London, I thought we weren't talking about that again.
0: We weren't, though. We were, sorry, I broke the rule. Beg your pardon. Yeah, Ooh. thanks. Oh, thank on thank you wrist, very on much. the wrist.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Moving on. laughs> Yes. Moving swiftly on. <laughs> but yeah. To be honest, I don't think I've got that much more to say. Do you? No, I think I think I think we've had
0: a nice little episode. It's been real. I'm glad you were the day show. I've I even watched that, but um, I enjoyed I, I like that we spoke about it. Although I could have predicted. I think as well, you know when I said that I um when I said there wasn't much time to discuss it, it's because I knew that you and I or you and your cousin, you know, would be butting heads about it, particularly. And I think at times I, like, I don't actually try to talk about this in detail. So I'll talk about it. some other point when it's went out of my head. But um, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't think we're butting
1: heads. To be fair, well, but obviously, like in life, on the podcast, mm-hmm. I know I have like I don't have this. I know I have this fucking like loony lefty liberal, um... insufferable. Nah, yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I'm, I'm very conscious of that, mm-hmm. and obviously, like I I I never try to take a position just so I can just so I can play up to my um my stereotype. So I am though so I do I have to Dave Chappelle. I'm really thinking like, do, what do I actually think about this situation? Yeah, so I agree with kind of. They're left leaning woke. Sense. Actually, I'm not gonna say woke because that's not what it means. I,
0: like, I hate that's... the way people mash it that way. Everyone go down the roots, but yeah.
1: Yeah, like, let's not let's not discuss that because, <sighs> child. <laughs> <Girl>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm very aware of how people see me, so I only I only I only. Fall back into that stereotype if um if I actually feel that way, not just to take a position on something or to be uh, yeah. polemical or contrary. Yeah,
0: fair
1: enough. There we are. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm glad if you like to take you then I'm done. You done? Yeah. Yeah. There we are. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to another episode. Thank you very much. We're Black Boy Joy Podcast. Made on all good streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram, that's like, at Black Boy Joy Pod, and at Twitter, that's like, at Black Boy... Oh, God. I'll do it. Follow us,
0: follow us on Twitter at
1: BLKBoyJoyPod, and on
0: Instagram, it's at Black Boy Joy Podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that, that one, that thing there. So <laughs> well, we'll do it next time, Kee. Okay, there we are. Take care, everyone. Bye. Adios.